This is the Fit Fun Father podcast with your host, Michael Sobkew. In the podcast, we dive deep into health, fitness, and the ultimate goal to be the happiest person you can be. Growing through adverse, challenging times to prosper through and take the learnings of the challenges we faced before and after and throughout our lives. People, this is an exciting podcast with a multitude of fantastic guests, topics, how-tos, everything you need to help improve your life one step at a time. Yo, what's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Fit Fun Father podcast. I'm still your host, Michael Sobkew, and we have a wicked episode for you today. My guest is a client of mine who has made amazing changes, not both, not just physical changes, but the mental aspect of this very intricate and delicate thing that we call health. <laughs> I'm going to put it like that because it's, it's a doorway to a completely new way of thinking. When people start to implement some of these strategies in their own lives, Really, really cool things come of it. And I thought this was the best opportunity from somebody who got a hold of me listening to the podcast. I thought it was important for both of us to kind of come around full circle, get him on the podcast, and really him and I discuss, um, you know, the, the, the reluctancy maybe is in the beginning or where Aaron kind of came to making the decision to hire a coach, what he's got from that uh, in the last couple months, what both of us have learned and really the value we've come, um, you know, building our relationship out of this. Aaron is a super awesome dude. Uh, He is a Marine. He is in law school. The guy is juggling a family life with a very small child. He's got the typical day-to-day that most of you out there are going to have and he's been able to implement very simple health and fitness strategies into his life with the help of myself to improve everything else that's going on in his life and I'm so so happy that I could get him on the show for those of you listening maybe you're contemplating coaching maybe you're just contemplating making decisions to get yourself to a better position of where you're at. This episode you have to listen to from beginning to end. It will change your life, I promise you, your perspective on things, and really, really think about investing in yourself, putting that little bit forward and really diving in and and investing in not stocks or things that are making you money. That's, That's important too, don't get me wrong. But investing in you, investing in your health, because at the end of the day, no matter where you are in life, you have to live within your own body. And I think it's very important that that is functioning at 100% because it'll translate to the rest of your life. So again, enjoy the episode, subscribe, share if you think there's a lot of value or someone you know that could use, use this podcast, share it with them. I'm on all major platforms, so go get it. You can head over to my Facebook group as well, private Facebook group. You can enter there uh, with other like-minded people, question and answers, workout videos, people asking things, uh, questions for the podcast, a really, really good platform to kind of get yourself out there uh, and talk to other people who are in the same position you are. And again, if you are... Wanting to do some one-on-one coaching, very comprehensive one-on-one stuff that is really in-depth, a lot of education, a lot of habit changing, um, not just cookie-cutter stuff, please DM me. I would love to uh, get you into the link. You can go onto my website at www.fitfunfather.com and get all the information there in the Join Us button at the top right-hand side. So again, thank you guys very much. Enjoy the episode. I know you will. It was uh, a pleasure to do this with Aaron, and here he is, Mr. Aaron Holland. 
What's going on, Aaron? How you doing today, man? My, my man. Oh, I, I'm barely. I've got my. I'm all messed up. I'm like, bup, 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 bup. it's this uh, cabin fever that's got me crazy. How are you? Uh, how are you settling in <laughs> with with everything going on, man? I'm good, Mike. How are you, dude? I'm good. Ah, uh, this is tough, man. Like, I, I like we had kind of talked before I hit the record button on like, um this whole idea of me kind of being at home here or there and i figured i could get through this fairly quickly or fairly quickly but without any big issues but this is this is kicking my butt mentally how about you any uh Dude, i feel this you feel the same i'm with you on that it's hard you know and having the little one at home i uh, i have a one-year-old and i mean we've talked about it but you know it can be challenging trying to still do everything like normal but be able to take care of the kid and and kind of make it seem as normal as usual <laughs> yeah our lives are kind of getting flipped upside down i know uh you know you're you're in law school there and that's got to be a little bit more challenging not to be able to actually go to the university to do a lot of this you're probably having to do most of it from home um that's probably got to be a bit of a challenge and and kind of this whole idea of you know Having to, like, you know, at the beginning, we'd go, we kind of, it wasn't, it was a little surreal. You know, you're like, ah, oh, go to the grocery store. Everything kind of seemed normal. And now you're seeing this, uh, again, something you and I talked about earlier about, you know, having to stand in line. Everybody's masked, masked up. I think it's, you're in Washington, right? Just, uh, I got that correct. You're in Washington. And yeah, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, sorry. Yeah. No, you're good good uh i know i get i'm up here in canada we just have farmer's field and igloos for miles so it's a little bit of a different demographic um and it's it's you know masks everywhere are you guys having to wear masks in public and everything now or so it's not mandated at least where i'm at but it was strongly encouraged by both the governor and the federal government um so pretty much anytime i go anywhere i've seen everybody in a mask yeah that's crazy, man. That's just absolutely, absolutely not. So let's kind of, let's talk about, uh, so for those listening, uh, Aaron and I, we work together. We're, well, he, I'm actually, he's, he's actually my boss. You know, he's one of my clients. He works for me. That's right. I work for you. Uh, you're one of my clients. Uh, you, we've been going hard for almost six months now, eh? Five and a bit. Yeah. 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 Since, um, since kind of late last year and uh hell of a journey so far that you and I both have come on. We've had some really good successes. <laughs> We've had some struggles. We've learned a lot about each other and uh, kind of the do's and don'ts from both sides from the, the coaching aspect and the client. Now, a lot of people, before we kind of dive into this, we'll kind of go into your background here a little bit. A lot of people listening, you know, there's a lot of contemplation about coaching and, well, you know, how is that going to serve me? I can do it on my own. I, you know, I've got the tools or, or you can Google and educate yourself and, and, and whatnot. What is, what kind of got you into the decision to hire a coach or what was the, the value you saw in your own head as to, you know, what, what this would mean for you moving forward? Yeah, so I initially am probably like the majority of people where I never thought it was a necessity, and especially from the money sense of it, yeah. I was like, there's no point in this. I, I, I know enough for myself. I know at least what I should be eating. I know how to work out. You know, I don't really need this. Um, but then it took, you know, it's it was about, you know, a year of, of just steadily gaining weight and you know, on and off again with different diets, different workout plans that I found online or whatever, and nothing was working. You know, I'd go a couple weeks on it, no change in my body, no change in my weight. I was like, well, this is pointless. So then I'd get off of it, try something else, didn't work, get off of it. Um, so it was really after I I listened to the the one episode of the podcast that you had. Adam Schaefer from Mind Pump On, which I started listening to their podcast a little bit ago, that I was like, you know what, maybe this is something that I need. Maybe it's it's the thing that I actually need to push me to, to get to where I'm supposed to be. Um, so I think that was kind of that initial 
driver for it was I think I just realized that I can't do it on my own. Yeah. Before we go further, give me a little rundown of your background. You know, where are you from? Uh, what you're doing? What? Give me a little bit of a, your circle of life. I mean, I, I I know, but the audience doesn't. So let's give them yeah. a little little bit of your background. Yeah. So um, as you mentioned a little bit before, currently I'm in law school in the United States and Pennsylvania, specifically um, from those that are around the states. It's a little bit close to Washington, D.C., the state's capital. Um, so I, I have an interesting background. I'm in the United States Marine Corps, so I'm in the military for the, for the United States. Um, and so that's kind of the background I have. Got my bachelor's degree in criminal justice. And so, like I said, I'm now in law school. Um, this is my first year in law school, so it's been hectic and stressful. And the last thing I needed to do was take on a uh, health and fitness journey. <laughs> um, but I, I'm, uh, I'm married. I have a 14-month-old daughter who, again, uh, why I decided this is the time to take on something else in my life, who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's a little bit of, back, of the background. So that was kind of like I previously mentioned, I knew how to work out, you know, I knew what I was supposed to eat as far as from the Marine Corps background. Um, but nothing was working. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, we kind of talked earlier on when we went through this, you know, it's important, you know, I know with you, you say, you know, how, why did I take this on? And I, it sounds a lot like me, you know, to, trying to fill that plate with as much as I possibly can. But I think there's that underlying understanding how important, you know, feeling good is and, and, you know, being a father, especially to a very small child, you know, I, I got it easy. I must say mine's 17 and, and you know, <laughs> always preach about parenting and stuff, but it's a different type of parenting. It's, it's adult to adult type of, uh, conversation. It's, uh, it's a completely different dynamic. And, uh, you know, from somebody who, you know, remembers back when, you know, my son was 14 months old, you definitely have it a, a whole lot harder than I do. How do you kind of balance, you know, your regular school life with health and fitness? Cause here's the thing with, with the coaching part, you know, I, I'm, obviously I keep you accountable. I, I, I bug you quite a few times we message back and forth <laughs> well, how's that been and like what's the biggest difference from like having that you know you talk about you know a year of unstructured workouts that weren't working and eating patterns that would kind of fall off after a couple of weeks what's the difference that you've experienced going for me and that's so I, the good and the bad you know it's it's it's, yeah. it's an all or nothing here um so i think one of the biggest things that was helpful is my wife was very um, helpful with everything. Not that she wasn't before with whatever I was doing. She was always very encouraging because she knew, you know, I've struggled with, with weight, you know, since I was a kid. Uh, so she knew it was something that I was never very happy with. And so when I started gaining more weight and everything, she knew, you know, what my goals were. But I think after I, I, I found you and I found coaching and I told her, I, I really think this is something I want to try and, and hope that it will work. She was extremely encouraging. So, you know, those days that I might not have wanted to go for an extra walk or get my workout in or whatever, she was there, but also, you know, you were there. It was kind of that thing in the back of my mind saying like, well, crap, I can't go eat that cake because now I got to go tell Mike I ate that cake and I don't want him to know I ate that cake, <laughs> you know, and, and part of it's like, well, I'm, you know, I could have always just lied, right. which maybe I did. Maybe I didn't, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, the transparency is, you know, it's funny, Aaron, we talk transparency all the time and I know I made it. Uh, I do this with all the clients is just say, you know, like this is a journey or a process that we're going through. It's, it's, it, we have to get out of this mentality of like, these short-term really stringent goals that really a lot most people can't follow because you know it's hard it's hard to change massive patterns it's more about identifying what is the right way to do things and not and not demonize like bad foods but just understand and be mindful of those things and you know we've we've had this conversation before about you know just if you're going to have something that maybe is going to you know is going to be detrimental to 
the success of maybe the next week or or throughout is just to really understand why you're doing that and then be honest with me because the biggest thing with coaching is it's like a it's it's like a big science experiment that's all it is you are 3000 miles away from me i have an indi- i have an understanding of your age your height your weight and i have some brief things that i i can go off of but it's all trial and error you know you plug in a, a bit of a formula we go through some things we understand why we're doing certain things and then it's just trial and error and based on those those um, assumptions then you can go on and make better decisions but if you're always constantly not being transparent i'll be scratching my head forever you know what i mean right like it's well, and I, yeah. you know and i realized that pretty early on that you know everything that i told you mattered because it's how you you know put the work in to help me yeah no 100% and and it's a journey and it's it's like let's go let's start from the beginning you know you've yeah. you, you wh- how what what did you weigh when we started this this thing so i think the the weigh in that i had right before i started was i think 251 yeah um, now it's not for those listening, obviously I'm, I'm six foot two. So two fifty isn't, I'm not a massive guy by any means, but it's definitely, especially with my background, um, something I was very unhappy with. Right. And today we, I, and, and by the way, folks, we're recording this on a Wednesday and I still haven't gotten my checking emails. Uh, I'm waiting on that, but that's okay. Cause we'll talk about it. Where are you at today, Aaron? Today I am at 228.2. Wow. Wow. It's 20, almost 23 pounds gone in that, in that five months. Some ups and downs. Is that success? Absolutely. Am I proud of where you are right now? hundred percent. Have you probably put some muscle on, changed the way you, your, 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 your body composition things are hundred percent or do we still have work to do obviously, but that's the, that's the process that we're going through. And give me a couple things that you, you learn the most out of this experience or what are some of the things that you, you would take away or give to somebody else who's maybe listening that if there's one thing that you would, you would get out of this, what would that be? Patience. Um, probably, I mean, you, you mentioned it all the time, the quick fixes, the 30 day challenges, the, the, you know, 60 day lose 30 pounds, whatever it is, you know, like you just said, it's 23 pounds in almost six months. If, you know, a year ago you said, Hey, I can get you to lose 23 pounds in six months. I'd have been like, dude, I, I can do that in a month. Why, why would I even want that? Yeah. Um, but I think really I just learned the patience of it because I know I'm doing it the right way. I know that hopefully by the end of this, when I do decide, Hey, I'm at a, I'm at a weight or I'm at a body composition or, you know, I'm where I want to be. It's not going to be, I gain 20 pounds of it or, or all of it back in the next year. You know, I'm, I'm doing it the way that I'm supposed to, and I'm not just looking for, okay, I need to drop weight because I'm going to the beach in two weeks and I'm unhappy with how I look with it. I'm doing it because it's the healthy way of doing it. And it's going to get me to where I want to go and keep me there. Sustainable change. And that's, you know, that's something that, uh, because here's the thing with life and, and we talk about, it's funny. We talk about where we are in our, in times with, with Corona and, and this COVID-19 and, and there is a change that everyone has had to go through that is beyond your control. And there's a lot of things that come out of things like this, like emotional eating, you know, comfort, uh, boredom. Uh, food is generally the one thing that most people go towards for all three of those that I just mentioned. And this is the thing where if you were on a very stringent diet, this is that time where all of that could get unraveled. You know, like we talked about that, you know, you're right. The, you know, I could lose 23 pounds in a month. Why would I want to do it over six months? It's like, you know, I, it took me five years to change from, you know, a 230 pound guy to 160 pound, 
pound guy. But in that five years, I had a lot of learning, a lot of mistakes, a lot of up and downs, a lot of, um, you know, things that stalled out, things that were, were going on like that. So, you know, I, but I have the tools and that's the biggest thing I try and get across to people is, is, you know, how can you take the information you learn and, and apply that, you know, throughout your entire life. And I think that's, you know, equally important. And I, that's definitely something I've seen you do. You know, we have conversations. You're very mindful of the things that you eat. Are you eating perfectly? But what does perfectly even mean? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it, it's, there's structure. There are certain things that you should be eating. You know, we talk about vegetables. I always go into the the importance of nutrients and getting all your vitamins and how are you feeling? How are you sleeping? Way above the weight part. Because I think once you can figure that part of it out, gaining and losing weight is really not that difficult. But it's about the mindset first, right? What do you think, Aaron, on, um, you know, a couple things, uh, a couple struggles that you've had along the way? Let's, let's, let's talk about that because you can't get through or go into a lot of these things without some struggles. Give me some of the struggles you've had to face in the last couple months. Um, I'd throw you I on think the spot, the big, eh? Yeah, no, you're good. I, I think definitely the biggest one is not eating what I already know I'm not supposed to be eating all the time. You know, it's like it, just looking back at the past, not the past six months, but before that, the past, the previous six months and the year before that, like I said, I'd, I'd go through these kind of couple, three, four weeks of trying to be really stringent, trying to be great. And then I would, you know, do a whole week of anytime I wanted fast food, I was eating fast food just because I wanted it. You know, it's that comfort thing. Right. Or even just, you know, when my wife, you know, she was, she works out, she looks great. So she eats what she wants. So making sure I wasn't diving into, you know, a pack of the Oreos that she bought because they're her Oreos and she wants them and I'm not supposed to be eating them. So why do I, do I feel like I need to be eating Oreos all the time? Yeah. Um, so I think doing that was definitely one of the biggest struggles, um, getting into the routine of walking multiple times a day, like going out for my walks was at first a big struggle just cause I was never doing that. Um, I wasn't, you know, watching how many steps I was getting or anything. So I was never just, Hey, I'm going to go for a walk. Hey, I'm going to go listen to a podcast to go for a walk. My only walking during the day was when I needed to go between classes or throughout the house or whatever. So I think the first couple months, that was the biggest struggle was making sure I took the time to get out there. And sometimes it sucked because it, it meant, you know, being away from my wife and my daughter, but I knew it was a necessity. And as the weather warms up and everything, we're able to go out as a family, which is a lot better. Um, yeah, I'd say those are the, were the two biggest struggles. I think everybody struggles with, with the step thing or, or we call neat or non mm-hmm. non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So, uh, and I struggle with this is because, you know, we try and get to that 10,000 a day step. It's just a number that we utilize to, because the average person I think gets about four or 5,000 steps. That's it's cumulative calorie expenditure. And it's very difficult to do because I think a lot of us is so we want to keep our minds busy with something. You know, sometimes I don't know, maybe you can relate to this. Uh, like I'll go for a walk when we're done the podcast. That's that'll be my thing. I'll we'll wrap up. I'll put my gear on. I'll go outside. It's still cold out. So that's kind of one of the excuse, but it it's not occupying your mind. It's just, you're in your own thoughts a lot of times. And sometimes that's, um, uh, I think it's important now that we do those things, but when we're kind of in the hustle and bustle of our everyday lives, it's difficult to to make time for things like that. How would you say that you've you've been you've been able to alter your schedule? Because this is the biggest thing that I get from people all the time is I don't have time. How do you make time? How do you rearrange your schedule so that you're able to kind of get all these things in and still be successful? I think the main thing I did was I, I tried, especially before I could bring my daughter and wife on the walks with me. When I got up in the morning, I set my alarm, you know, 15 minutes before I usually would. And I'd get up and go for my walk. And 
Um, but really, I don't, I didn't change a lot as far as my schedule. It was really just cutting out the things that I didn't need. You know, I would, I would typically, before I was trying to focus on this kind of stuff and get my walks in and everything in between my classes, I would just go sit and, you know, scroll Instagram or, or play a stupid game on my phone or whatever, or, um, you know, just spend time on things that I would just eat up 10, 15 minutes throughout the day. Yeah. Where now I'll be like, okay, class is over. It's 1045. My next class starts at 11. I'm going for a 10 minute walk and I'll throw on a podcast or an audio book or whatever, and just take a walk around the block instead of just sitting there, sitting on my phone, waiting for my next class. So I think that's really all I did was just try to cut out the the meaningless things that I didn't need to be doing and take that time to just get up and take a quick walk around the block. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's awesome because everybody has that. Everybody has those, those moments of downtime or those the opportunity where they can take exactly 10, 15 minutes, even if it's 10, 15 minutes, two or three times a day, you know, that's probably three, 4,000 steps right there. And people don't realize how important that is, you know, especially when we're trying to, um, you know, lose weight or, or expend more energy. It's not only just that, it's just keeping the blood pumping, the heart moving, the lungs, um, We've, we've come to live in this sedentary lifestyle. You know, everything is very convenient. And I think it's where it's more convenient now to a degree with, with what's going on in the world, um, especially with food, you know, having it delivered to you and things like that. So, you know, making that conscious effort to go out there and, and fill the, your time with things like that, I think is so crucial and, and very, 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 very important. Can't say that enough. Um, <laughs> And that's one thing, and it is, it's, it's, it's people don't realize that. I think we look at fitness as like this, it, it's all or nothing, you know, it's five days a week in the gym and chicken and broccoli and that's it. Sure. You could do that. You probably do really well for a couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months for some people who are really uh, strong willed, but you know, motivation runs out after a while. It, it, uh, there comes a point where you, you have to create routines so that it becomes habit forming. Um, and then you just do it automatically. And I think that's one of the biggest important things is people, including myself, we, we, we need to be more mindful of our habits. Like then this COVID thing is kind of messing me up, but you know, watching Netflix for an hour or two and then going, holy shit, I just wasted two hours of my day, three hours of my day on Netflix. Uh, and then I have to balance that, the anxiety that goes with that. So yeah, big time. We have the time, I think, um, now more than ever, I think is a very important time for people and, and looking at their health and wellness. You know, we talk about nutrition. If we dive into that a little bit, um, how is your eating habits changed you, the rest of your life. Like, how do you feel differently now than you did, say, you know, a year ago? Man, I feel a hundred times better. And, and that's not just me, you know, saying that to make it sound good for the, for the podcast or anything. I, um, and this, this is a huge part in, thanks to you. I mean, you made it clear to me that, um, the way we're eating isn't, isn't necessarily just to lose weight. And that, and that's the end of it. You know, I am sleeping a lot better. I have more energy throughout the day. Um, and I, I don't know, I just, I, I don't feel as stressed typically. Um, I've told you a couple of times before that, I would, I would absolutely have to have some sort of major energy drink throughout the day to be able to even just focus after, you know, 11 o'clock because I was dying. I was, I just didn't have the energy for it. So I would drink, uh, if, if anyone knows, they're called bangs. They have like 300 milligrams of caffeine. They taste amazing, but, <laughs> but that was, that was, I mean, I could, I could drink one of those and then go take a nap. Like I was that caffeine intolerant yeah um 
I can't, I can't tell you when the last time I even had an energy drink, probably like three months ago, just cause I felt like having one. Um, it wasn't even cause I needed it. <laughs> um, but my sleep is 10 times better. Like before I would easily be up. My wife would go to bed at like 10 and I'd probably just be laying in bed until 12 or 1230, just scrolling through Instagram um, or watching, you know, Netflix or YouTube videos or whatever. And then I'd wake up at six, six thirty when my alarm goes off and just feel terrible. Now I go to bed typically around the same time she does wake up at, you know, at the same time I was before six or six thirty, and not feeling like all I want to do is go back to bed. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much the main ones. <laughs> and how, you know, you think about, and this is something again that I, you know, I talk about frequently is how important that is for, for, for your everyday life. Like, you know, we, we come into this, I know exactly how that feels. You're talking about, you know, having that energy in the middle of the afternoon and then you just, you're so lethargic and you have no energy it, and it's a horrible place to be in. Um, especially because you're young too. And that's, you know, like if you're 70 years old, I mean, I don't know, maybe I, I could help make a difference, but you know, being young, a young man, like, holy shit, like it's, we shouldn't feel like that. We should have the energy to be, you know, productive and, and be up all day. And, and, and I'm going to say it, it, it's going to improve all aspects of your life, your sex life, your, your, uh, your mood, your r- relationships with all the other people in your life. And I think that's where the, va- that's the important part. You know, I love helping people lose weight. Um, some people want to get, get there faster than others, but I always really try and pull everybody back to like understanding the long term. Like, cause we talked about this before about goal setting, like long-term short-term goals are very important to set. But the, but the thing is, is you need to understand when you get there, what happens, right? What mm-hmm. is that? What's that mean? Like, okay, so you hit a goal, boom, woohoo, I hit a goal. You know, it's right now you and I are, we're going to get you to 220 and no, no problem. We're going to get you there. But we, you know, the, the thing I've always said is, okay, what happens once we get you there? Right. Right. What's next? And that's okay. We, you don't even have to have that next particular goal set yet. But you know that you're like, hey, I know how to use these tools. I know how to apply this to my life. So no matter what happens, whatever goal I decide I want to go into or, or have, maybe it's you know, muscle or maybe it's more weight or it's whatever it may be. I now I want to run a marathon, whatever it may be. You have all the tools to say, okay, I know how to switch gears here. I know how to pivot. And, uh, I think that's, that's the big thing. And, and would you agree? Maybe that's something, you know, that you're going to look at moving forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I think that was part of the issue before is I, the only goal I had was, okay, I got to lose weight. I didn't have a number, you know, I didn't have a number in mind. I didn't have the idea in my head of, why I want to lose weight other than the fact that I'm, I feel heavy, I feel fat, whatever it is. Um, and I'm already, you know, we, you just said, you know, we're going to get to 220, but I'm already starting to think like, am I going to want to lose more weight after that? Am I going to, you know, want to just stick with maybe trying to gain some more muscle after that? You know, all that kind of stuff I'm already thinking about, but I know I have that one goal to reach now. And then once I get there, I can really set in stone. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Another 10 pounds would be nice. Or maybe let's work for five pounds of muscle now, or, you know, whatever it is. And I definitely agree is you have to have that mentality to know where you want to go, but also know what happens once you get there. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Because you got a long life to live and you've got a lot of things that you're going to go through and you're going to have a lot of changes and you're going to have a lot of different smaller term goals and maybe you know the the law the, the schooling of uh the schooling of law what kind of thought <laughs> pro- my brain is just scrambled law school may get really uh difficult for you and you know especially you, you write the bar or whatever it may be in in the coming years and 
maybe things, certain other aspects of your life take a back burner to it, right? And I think it's very important to kind of go through these different stages and understand what that means. Like understand what, uh, where I'm going, you know, and if you gain a little bit of weight or if you, like we talk about water weight and stress and hormones mm-hmm. and things like that. And, that, and that's crucial. People under, don't understand too is, well, kind of just for me to slide back, back to the energy drink thing here for a second is when you're eating good nutritional food, your body functions the way it's supposed to function. You need those things. It's, it helps with hormone. It helps with repair. You know, when you have a good night's sleep, you know, you have that influx of growth hormone. You're, those are the things your body is supposed to do. And we, we talk about empty eating or, or these hyper palatable foods, like a bag of potato chips, you eat and then you're hungry an hour later because they serve you no value. Same with energy drinks. They serve you zero value. They're going to give you that quick spike maybe uh, to kind of get you aware and your brain kind of gets a little bit of that sugar out of it and you get that caffeine. Then it wears off really, really quickly. And then you're back to square one again. What, like, what do you do? Have another energy drink? Like how sustainable is that? Where, you know, if you have a very, you know, let's say a, a bacon, a bacon and eggs with, you know, a side salad or, a, you know, I do this with my, I have turkey bacon eggs and, and a cucumber like that alone. will keep you full. It'll keep you satiated, keep the energy, your energy up and things like that. But people just kind of, they gravitate to food as like other than fueling the body and more so for, you know, comfort or habit forming or, or things like that we talk about. And, uh, yeah, like give me some give me some thoughts as to the the number one thing. So if anybody listening is going to uh invest whatever it is in a coach. It doesn't have to be me. I'm not trying to toot my own horn. You know, I I I'm there to help if they're there, but what would be the biggest thing you you've got out of coaching that was worth every penny to you? I would say, I'm going to say two things. So I'm not narrowing it down to one. Sorry, I'm, I'm not nope. listening to you. That's, good. That's fine. <laughs> um, I, I think it's the accountability, the accountability of it was the biggest thing. And I realized that right off the bat, like I said, I mean, one of the reasons, um, you know, I, I, at the start, now it's a little bit different. I'm six months in, I've, you know, I've been eating, a certain way for a while. So now it's, it, it is a lot more of just habit, but definitely that first month, even the first two months, I wouldn't eat something cause I didn't want to tell you I ate it. Right. You know, or I, or I would make sure I got those steps in or at least close to it because I wanted to be able to tell you that. And you'd be like, all right, cool. Now here's what we got to do from that. Because yeah. I, cause I, I realized pretty quickly that like I mentioned before, you needed the best information that I could give you so that you were able to do your job and I got what I was paying for. Right. So there was no reason for me to lie, but that also meant that I shouldn't go eat that cake or go get that fast food because then you're looking at it and you're being like, Oh, come on. You, you now, now I don't even know where to go because you might've just gained weight because you were eating that fast food. Right. So, so it made me kind of focus on my eating and my habits so that when you looked at it, you were like, all right, he did what I told him to do and it's still not quite working. So let's change it up. Or he did what I told him to do. It worked perfectly. Let's keep it up. Um, so that's the first one, just that accountability. And then I think the second one was kind of like what you said, just showing how the nutrition and the exercise really does tie into your overall health. Yeah. Um, you know, I mentioned sleeping before. One of the biggest things I noted after like a month of being really stringent, eating what you told me to eat, which was, and for those of you that might not know, it wasn't just chicken, broccoli, and rice. I was eating normal food. One thing I loved, I had steak almost every night and I yeah. still do and it's great and it's expensive, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it, you know, but the biggest thing, like you said, was just more vegetables, less things like sugar. And I realized after like a month of doing that, 
I ate, I, I forget what the occasion was. It might've been my birthday or something, but I ate like a decent amount of sugar one day and I didn't fall asleep till like one o'clock that night. And then the next morning I woke up and I felt like crap. And I was like, I bet you it was all the sugar I ate yesterday. You know, just realizing those things was crazy to me because I never realized and attributed, you know, oh, I had that uh, cookie or, oh, I ate that cheeseburger. And, you know, now I feel like crap. I never attributed that to the food. Right. Yeah. No, it, and it's when you see that, when you, when you, when you get to feel that, like we talked about my Easter weekend where I kind of went off the rails a little bit purposely. Uh, and when you, you do, you, when you get out of that routine of eating foods that, that provide, you know, energy and allow you to function better, um, we go back to those sugary, hyper palatable foods that do nothing for us. You get to feel it. And, and the hardest thing for people uh, right now that continually eat poor food is the body's adapted. So the way you feel, um, even though you're lethargic and you're tired, a lot of those people don't know actually what it feels like to have energy. Is that kind of a, is that a fair statement? Absolutely. Right. You, you kind I, of, you, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, I mean, that's, that's, I think what made me always grab an energy drink halfway through the day. You know, I, pr I probably started my morning with something that wasn't that healthy, had a lunch that wasn't very healthy, and then I'm tired. You know, so then I'm like, okay, well, I'm just tired because I didn't sleep well last night. So now I need to get an energy drink. Right. I didn't I didn't even think, oh, I'm tired because I ate like crap. Yeah. And you didn't sleep well because you ate like crap and you're, right. it affects your sleep. <laughs> you know, it's, and it's all perpetual. They're tied together. And I, you know, I always say, uh, and this is controversial. Some people will agree with me. I don't really care is I almost think sleep is more important than like I, nutrition. You need to have good nutrition, but uh, you know, the magic happens in the bedroom in more than one way. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's, it's where our body and our brain gets time to repair itself and, 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 fix the things that went on in that continual day like you exercise you you tear muscle you're going to repair it you know you're you've you've been stressed throughout the day with schoolwork with you know you, you the family whatever it may be you know you, those inflammatory markers go up you're, it's you're up and down, your cortisol spiking up and down all day we got to have a rest you know our digestive system of course we're eating throughout the day it's it's constantly working you have bad sleep, like you're, you're just perpetuating, then your body has to play catch up. And then at some point you crash, you know, have you ever had those, those four or five hour night sleeps? And then a month from there, you, you, you sleep for 14 hours and don't know. And it you wouldn't have mattered how many alarms you set. You just, you know what I mean? You, your body's just like, uh, uh, you're, you're done. Um, yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. And it's crazy. It's just, it's that, it's that, uh, it's that important. Um, but I, you know what, Aaron, I, I'm, I, I asked you to come on the podcast. I really appreciate you doing this because I think you and I over the last six months have, have really, you know, put together a really good relationship about not just nutrition, but you know, our family lives and, and getting to learn one another. And, um, this is the, to me, the most important part of coaching for me isn't just to express my knowledge, but it's more to, to really sh look at where you've come and, and gain a friend out of it and, and, and really help you perpetuate your, or get through your life and move forward in your own life. And, and, uh, I, I couldn't be prouder, man. I think you've done a fantastic job to this, to this point. And, uh, I'm going to have to, when this all ends, I'm going to have to get on an airplane, come see you or something. We'll do a workout no, see, that's together. That's not fair. I need to come to Canada. But. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You come, <laughs> come down here and check out, uh, check out my neck of the woods. It, it gets yeah. cold here in the winter, but I'm sure it does there too. But yeah, dude, any let's, before we wrap this up, any final thoughts, any, anything you want to talk about before we, we close there out? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just had one more thing I've, I've been thinking about um, pretty much since you brought up the, the challenges. Um, and it's just 
one of, one of the things I kind of learned too was to not be so hard on myself all the time. Yeah. Um, as part of the as part of our coaching, obviously, um, you have me take pictures every week. Yep. And especially at the start, I mean, I still do because I'm not quite where I want to be. And we've talked about it before. No matter, even if I think I, I'm where I want to be as far as number or anything, I probably still will have things I want to change. But especially at the start, the last thing I wanted to do was take a picture because I did not want to see myself standing there in my, you know, boxer briefs. Yep. Looking at all the, all the weight I've gained since, you know, I was a little bit fitter five years ago or whatever. Um, but I learned to not be so hard on myself especially through the pictures, but I've also learned the necessity of doing things like taking pictures because even now looking at the past almost six months, seeing how much has changed just in my body and not even caring about the the number on the scale nearly as much anymore, I think has been the biggest change for me as far as my mental state. And I I've also learned as far as the not being so hard on myself those days that I do decide to have a piece of cake, I'm not kicking myself in the ass saying, what is wrong with you? You know, you're supposed to be on this fitness journey, losing weight and feeling better. And now you just ate cake. What is wrong with you? It's no, I ate cake because I decided I'm going to have cake today and I know I'm not going to have cake tomorrow or even the next week. So I just, I said, I'm going to have it today. I'm going to be just fine with it. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that relationship with food where you can do that and you know being hard on yourself and doing the, and, and those type of decisions they go hand in hand and i can tell you firsthand whoever's listening to this no matter where what stage you're at in, including myself as a coach and, and i'm gonna i'll be flat out when i say this um and and if there's any coaches listening to this like really look in the mirror too is you know we're all hard on ourselves to a degree. We all want to have changes. I may look really good to somebody else in a different phase, but I will always be very judgmental on myself or have those judgmental things. Now, this can be very dangerous. We talk about that being, you know, happy with where you currently are and not being hard on yourself. It's important to do that because it's easy. It's just as easy to slide from the um, really poor food choice habits to the really good food choice habits where it becomes obsessive because at the end of the day if we don't if we don't allow ourselves to just be mindful of where we currently are and be appreciative of of life and i know i'm going a little bit off topic but really really grasping onto the the things that mean the most to us um you're never going to be satisfied you know it's it's got to it's got to be this level of continually improving yourself one little bit at a time. And yes, the photos are a fantastic way of measuring things. And, you know, as a, as a professional, um, I critique photos based on what I'm looking for, you know, in change of body composition. But at the end of the day, those photos are not for me. They're for you, you know, they're for you to look at, for you to, go back and see yourself because now you're living in your own body. And I, you know, I always say this before is, you know, you're, you're not going to see a lot of the, the changes as easy as I could, but if you have that opportunity to be able to look at them and then go back, it, it makes a big world of difference. And I think they're, they're super important. I know I look back at some of mine uh, when I was doing a little bit of a weight, I'm like, Holy crap. Cause I get hard on myself too. I'm like, dude, I could lose, you know, I, I could, look this way or maybe put a little more muscle on my shoulders and do this and do that. But this is where I'm at currently. And, and being in that mental state is so important, dude. Uh, this has been awesome, Aaron. I appreciate you coming on. I think, of course. I dude, think I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I, uh, I love doing these. I love the podcast. I love giving out information, but I think the opportunity to have you on who've come from, you know, listening to the podcast, making the decision uh, <laughs> to to hire me, um, and then going through this journey with me, 
And then now we're on the other end recording a podcast. So you've come full circle, gone from listening to now being on the podcast uh, is awesome. I couldn't be happier, man. And I know your journey is really just beginning and uh, we're, we're, we're going to kill it and, and, and get at least uh, the next couple months, uh, get you to where you need to go and, and keep going. And um, I'm super grateful, man. I'm grateful for you. And, and uh, yeah, I think that's about, I think that's about it. I don't have anything else to say, man. You, Hey man, I really appreciate it. You know, I appreciate everything you've done for me already in the almost six months that we've known each other. And, you know, this was one of my, you know, things that I was looking forward to ever since we started was you mentioned how if things, you know, you wanted to get me on the podcast just to talk about the coaching and everything. And I hate my voice, but I got super pumped about it. So <laughs> your voice, hey, this, uh, this turned out yeah, stellar, if man. I could, just one more thing. I know yeah. I keep rambling. No, uh, no. But seriously, to anyone that's listening that is thinking about coaching, whether it's with Mike, who honestly is has been a phenomenal coach and, you know, I couldn't recommend him enough, but literally with any coach, it's well worth the money. It's well worth the investment in yourself. Um, I thought that was a dumb term at the beginning, saying it's an investment in myself because who wants to invest in themselves? Nobody, but um, yeah. it really True is. Statement. Honestly, if if I were to look back at the six months before I started this and probably put together all of the, you know, dollars I spent in food that I didn't need to be eating. Like I said, all the fast food and the energy drinks and everything, it would be well more than what I've uh, paid to be able to have such awesome interactions with Mike. So well worth it if, if you're even contemplating it. So that's, yeah, I'll kind of leave it at that. Dude, that's awesome. Um, I appreciate it. I appreciate you. And thanks for coming on. And uh, maybe we'll do this in another six months and uh, have another awesome conversation. And Hey, uh, man, that'd be great. I would appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. All right, Aaron, I appreciate you. And uh, all of you out there listening, please subscribe. Share with your friends if you enjoyed this. Um, I can't. I, I got to say, stop saying um so much. That's because my brain is a little bit slowly depleting okay i'm gonna wrap this sucker up you guys have a wonderful rest of your week um and we will catch you on the next one